It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Ah, the doctor's in the house. And what are we talking about? Well, it's National Women's Health Week, and we've got plenty to talk about. We're welcoming in Dr. Claire Strebert, radiologist, MD at St. Mary's. Good to see you, doctor. Oh, good to be here. Uh, Thank you for having me. Good, and it's great to get some information out there that's always going to be very important and vital. What's going on out there? They have nurses, week teachers, all this other stuff going on. It's also Women's uh, National Women's Health Week, and you're right in the right the in the middle of that all the way, right, all mm-hmm. in. And uh, you've been at uh, St. Mary's, but you're fairly new to the yep, new, new to I the crew. Started at St. Mary's at the uh, in September. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm one of the breast imagers with Radiology Affiliates Imaging yeah. RAI, and I'm at St. Mary's at the breast center there. Yeah. Um, You've been, uh, did, were you recruited in to, to come to St. Mary's? Yep, because I'm a fellowship-trained breast imager, so uh-huh. they wanted, um, you know, somebody who is more focused in in that area yeah. to be head of mammography there, and um, so that's why they brought me An in An opportunity there. probably you couldn't pass up, probably something you'd be, you're all in, that's, is that what you've done your whole career? Yep, so I um, actually... Probably it started from personal reasons. My mom actually died from breast cancer when she was in her 60s. And that was right at the time when I was in my residency. Um, I did my residency in radiology at Hopkins. Mm. And it really had a large effect on me. And I decided that one thing about uh, breast imaging is there is... um, uh, through getting your mammogram is yeah. you know a way to prevent disease. So yeah. we're uh, one area of radiology where you can really help to prevent disease, not just diagnose something at a later stage, or but yeah. really uh, affect people's health care. Yeah, a lot of the game plan is that way, where you get the early markers or, or something like that that you can have early intervention and cut it off at the pass, and that that's a good thing if you get things early. Right, and, and exactly, you can, you can, and that's exactly what the mammogram can do. Right, and it, kind of the theme is today, it's about taking control. Your best best advocate, you're your own best advocate. Ask the questions, be proactive, uh, work on that. Just yep. don't uh, fret about it. Uh, go right, do, exactly. do something about and it, right? Talk to your doctor if you're having any symptoms or if you're feeling a lump. It's really yeah. important to tell your doctor. That's always part of the, the exam, the mammogram, and Exactly what does a mammogram do, doctor, and exactly what, what could it show and what, what might there be to be concerned about? Well, a mammogram is actually a very um, simple test. Um, it's a non-invasive test, and it only takes, um, you know, usually about 20 minutes, the whole entire exam. Um, and basically, a woman, you get an x-ray of your breast, mm. uh, and the technologist will place your breast on a, um, a plate, and then you'll, it will be compressed for only a couple seconds, and uh, you get two views of each breast, and so the whole the whole thing is just about 20 minutes. Right. Different angles, of course. Uh, right. Having had x-rays on a, a bad hip, some of the positions they would put you in for angles, I said, boy, I have to <laughs> be like a contortionist here. <laughs> well, and they were able to do all that and, and, and get every angle you can. And that's probably a good thing. You get as much information as you can 
and and that's it, that's a good thing. Yep. You, you might be able to see something someplace else and not see it on another angle, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's also one of the things that the 3D mammogram can do now because mm-hmm. we're actually taking more pictures, more images, kind of taking slices um, through the breast, Mm -hmm. and that allows us to see things that might be covered up by dense tissue. Doctor, you have to try to collate all that together and uh, try to form some kind of narrative. What exactly would you be looking for? Healthy? When things look healthy, uh, what would you be looking for? Uh, Sometimes it's good news. It's really good news that things are, you were just reaffirming what's, what's good. Yeah, exactly. Yep, and that's the main thing about getting a mammogram is all a p- part of good breast health, you know, and making sure that, you know, everything is is normal and healthy. So yeah. that's just, Im- you know, important thing to do, and that's why it's good to talk to your doctor. Make sure you get a breast exam and get an mm-hmm. annual mammogram. As yeah, do you, and you're probably the conduit there between the primary and somehow they get to you to to... Uh, do the do the work and then send it back. So you're constantly in that networking yep. kind of the way the way the uh, way the world works now in the medical field. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if a woman is feeling a lump, then you mm-hmm. know she will have talked to her doctor. Then she'll come to us. We'll do that mammogram and and usually if they're feeling a lump, we'll do an ultrasound as well. Mm-hmm. And um and then I'll go in and talk to the patient myself and tell them the results right while they're there. Doctor, should they should they start doing it at a young age? Uh, I mean, it used to be well they found something and but it's so it seems it could be thirties, forties. Should it be 20s, college age, or, or anything like that? Is, should they start at an early age as part of their health programming when they do get a checkups? Well, I think it all depends on each person's individual risk. Mm-hmm. So for a woman at average risk, they should start their annual mammogram at age 40. Um, 40. 40, yep. And uh, for women who might be at higher risk, um, those might include women who have a family history. Um, you Congen- know, Congenital issues? Uh, yeah, or yeah. someone, right, if they've had like a first-degree relative, a sister or a mother mm-hmm. diagnosed. Like, like yourself. Yep, exactly, yeah. with their um, mother diagnosed at an early age. Um, people that have the genetic mutations, those mm-hmm. are like the BRCA1, those are kind of the most BRCA2. Um, or mm-hmm. people have had, some people, when they were a child, had radiation for lymphoma or something, and that puts them at increased risk. So. There's, um, you know, that yeah. of that higher risk group, they usually start around 30 or around that age. Yeah, you could also probably ask work history as well. If you've ever been on outside construction, chemicals and things like that, there's always other... Yeah, other, and that's, other outside factors that you have to take in, into account, right? Exactly. And I think that's why it's important for women to talk to their doctor about um, their own individual risk. And um, it's interesting, you know, the American Cancer Society just came out with data that showed that African-American women are at increased risk for dying from breast cancer by about 39 percent mm. compared to white women. Mm. And they attribute this to a number of different factors. Um, one Potentially could be access to health care. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've also found that African-American women might have more genetic mutations. Additionally, their cancers might actually be more aggressive. Yeah. So there's a lot of different factors um, that people might not know about that might put them at increased risk. And so it's kind of, I think it's good to talk to your doctor and kind of get your own risk assessment. Yeah, and it's probably a lot of research and development would come up with would come up with data like that, where she didn't have that before. Definitely. So and I think, yeah, even since I started, you know, in the last 10 years, there's been a lot of, a lot more genetic 
uh, mutations that have been discovered mm-hmm. that um, people know about now that put women at increased risk. You bet. And and uh, we talked about the mammograms. Could there be uh, anything... Could something be triggered, say maybe childbirth, something like that? Is that out of the question as well? Um, usually that doesn't put then- people at increased no. risk. I mean, um, the main things are if people, like I you know, had mm. radiation as a child for lymphoma um, or um, sometimes there are genetic diseases um, that put people at increased risk. Um, one other factor, too, is women with Ashkenazi Jewish descent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're at increased risk for breast cancer. So there are a number of different factors yeah, like that. But it's all it's good to get all the data you can yep. and, and put all that together and come up with some kind of game plan. It's, uh, it's better to know. And exactly. The, the more you have, the more you know. We're talking to Dr. Claire Strebert, MD, radiologist, Women's Health Week, mammograms, and coming right back to talk some more. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing faulty heart valves through a two-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radiofrequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call one eight four four seven saint mary St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. Peanuts, butter, candy, cake. Is it even legal to say four words that delicious? Yes, it is. And only Tasty Cake Peanut Butter Candy Cakes bring them all together. Delicious baked sponge cake coated in creamy peanut butter, then bathed in indulgent milk chocolate. There's nothing else like it. So pick up candy cakes and other Tasty Cake treats at a store near you today. For your family, for yourself, just for the fun of it. Join the conversation when you follow Tasty Cake on Facebook and Instagram. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. In the house today, Dr. Claire Strebert uh, from St. Mary Breast Center. Really relatively new to the to the game and everything. How do you yeah. find the going? Uh, how do you find that everything's going? With uh, A lot of times it takes a while to integrate and get all the networking and all everything down. Yeah. But you find it an easy transition. Yeah, there's always an adjustment period. Yeah. But um, the people and the staff and other physicians at St. Mary's have been so welcoming and yeah. um, and great. The techs, a lot of the technologists at the Breast Center have been there a really long time. And Yeah, some of the other things, too, you find out that all the, the support groups that, that kind of pop up and all the feedback that you get and uh, from from doing that outside of what you have to do, right? It mm-hmm. certainly helps in, in your experience at St. Mary, to be sure. Yep, and uh, the techs do a great job. They actually, we actually just got one of the highest patient satisfactions of the whole hospital, um, and that's largely attributed to the technologists. They do an excellent job. And yeah, they've been doing it a long time. Yeah, the uh, the, the we, we've sort of talked about mammograms and uh, the procedure. <clears throat> um, is there preparation work to be done before this is done, Doctor? Uh, uh, before you get in the game, you have to. Yep. Get, you know, sort of have to have some ground rules before it gets done? Yep, exactly. So there are a number of things you can do to um, before you get your mammogram that are important and also that <coughs> help the process. Um, one, one of the most important things is to make sure you have your prior exams. So wherever you're going to get your mammogram, it's make sure that, you know, either go to the place where you've had your prior mammograms before or make sure you have your o- old images with you mm. um, to go to your new facility. Um, the other thing is, you know, kind of write down a list of your 
your sort of pertinent medical history so you don't forget it when you're there. You know, if you've had any prior surgeries, breast surgeries, or, um, uh, you know, if you have any pertinent family history, those are all good things to, to know and, and um, keep track of when you come for your exam. Probably on our apps now. We can all medical. Right. Everything's on apps now. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I never thought of that until I started. And somebody ahead of me in line they couldn't have the information and just flipped on their their app. I said, "That's a gr- that's a great idea." It's a great idea. Yeah, you yeah. can just keep it in your phone. Your you know, your little pertinent medical live. history and everything. Yeah. So you can just bring that up when you come for your exam. Right. Um, the other thing is on the day of your exam, it's important um, not to wear any deodorant or put any lotions um, under your arms or on your breasts. Sometimes that can be um, some of these lotions have a metallic kind of content to mm-hmm. them, and it will show up on your mammogram. Uh, so you want to make sure not to do that. Uh, and often it's helpful to avoid getting your mammogram the week before your period because that's kind of when your breasts are the most dense and the most tender. Mm. So that's another thing just to make it a little bit more comfortable uh, procedure. Are there, uh, doctor, are there, um, I won't say different kinds or degrees or is there, I don't know what I'm searching for. Is there a certain uh, thing you look for? Are there different kind of mammograms or in category? There wise? are, yeah. There. Um, so there's what we call a 2D mammogram, which is kind of your traditional mammogram where you mm. get four views, two on each side. Um, now there's a 3D mammogram uh, that where you get the same sort of four views, but it's um, you get a number of slices when you get each view. So I kind of compare it to like a slicing a loaf of bread you know we're not just seeing the loaf of bread we're seeing each individual slice you know through the breast which Mm -hmm. has shown to increase cancer detection um and decrease recall Mm -hmm. you know being recalled for something that that might be you know okay and on one of those uh, one of those uh flashpoints might you might see something and and someplace else you would see nothing yep yeah. Exactly. So yeah. it's getting that 3D mammogram has really been shown to be helpful because, you know, it, it it helps to know two things. One, sometimes really small cancers you might only see on one or two slices, yeah. you know, in the breast, particularly in women with dense breast tissue. Yeah. I, I think one of the, the great things now with technology, you could probably read them online now. If somebody gets one and, and sends you one or whatever, you can probably just access it because after you have x-rays and for whatever you're doing you go into that fret mode well i hope they call me i hope they do this and you can get the information out there as fast as you as fast as you can accurate too uh about what's what's going on and i think that's an important component of what you do yep exactly And usually when um people come from their mammograms they get the results within 24 hours right is there any uh uh i guess the what I'm saying is some of the lumps that could be cysts too. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you could probably diagnose that as well. Yep, exactly. Some so there's prone a, to that. Yep, a, uh, there's a lot of different um, things that we see in a mammogram. The majority of it is, you know, benign cysts, mm. things that are very common. Um, but that's why it's important to get your mammogram, get those things checked out. You know, in those instances, we usually do an ultrasound. Mm-hmm. And an ultrasound is very good for telling whether something's a cyst, mm-hmm. you know, and something filled with fluid or, or not. So. Do you have any, uh, would there be anything that could uh, re- be related to diet that could could foul things up? Um, you know, we don't or really... Look good, or help yourself. Yeah, well, certainly having a healthy diet. The omegas um, or something like that, or supplements, things like that? Um, well... We haven't found anything, no. any supplement to be specifically helpful to de- specifically mm. decrease your risk. Um, certainly just having an overall healthy diet. Yeah. Um, 
studies have shown that being overweight can increase your risk um, for breast cancer. So just, you know, on the whole, it's, you know, no smoking and having a healthy diet. Boy, ain't that the truth. Everything can decrease your risk. Yeah, the reason I ask that is everybody's into the the omegas and things like that to build immune Mm -hmm. health. Yep. And I think there I think there's something there's a connection sure. in there building immune health certainly would would put your percentages I think would favor your percentages a little bit, right? No, definitely. I mean, I think just having overall good health, good health, healthy immune system. I mean, your immune system they're showing naturally goes around and takes out bad cells. Yeah. You know, that could potentially become cancer cells so mm. that's the normal function of your immune system yeah a lot of psa's to talk about it the self-examination are you a proponent that can can do that or help the patient to sort of like check themselves out yeah i think it's always of, and read the, and maybe uh, maybe you have to can read something into that or not yeah i think it's always helpful for a woman to kind of know her own breast tissue um and and have that and do that annual exam you know <clears throat> do a self self exam yeah. um and then you know a lot of people come in um having felt a lump and that's how they found their cancer. So it is a really important thing to be aware of and to, you know, to monitor. Yeah, it seems it's, if that happens soon, that's uh, probably a blessing in disguise. If something shows up that's, uh, that you can treat and just go after aggressively, yep. too. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, and sometimes it's a, a good thing. And at the same time, it, having been through with other procedures and other parts of, you know, that I had to deal with is that they'll, they'll rule out what it's not. Mm-hmm. Even they'll, maybe they'll have a couple of tests, but they'll also rule out a lot of things before right. they find the correct diagnosis, which is also a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the way the, the way the game is played. And we're talking to Dr. Claire Strebert. She is MD, radiologist, St. Mary Breast Center, and we're coming right back and check in again in a minute. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing 40 heart valves through a two-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radiofrequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call 1-844-7-ST-MARY. St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. Teamwork is essential to winning games and in the business world. The Peruzzi Auto Group and Pencotech have been working side-by-side for over 40 years and now they're teammates. Pencotech trains auto technicians and automotive techs, and Peruzzi has the full-time careers waiting for them. Train at Penco. Work at Peruzzi. If you want a great career in the automotive field, call Pencotech at 215-785-0111 or go to pencotech.edu. A great career at Peruzzi starts with training at Pencotech. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Yes, we're on the St. Mary Healthline, and we're right at hip deep today with Claire Strebert. And and we're talking mammograms, Women's Health Week, and all the things you can do to help yourself. You're always your your best advocate and be aggressive in that and ask a lot of questions, too, right, Uh, doctor? uh, It seems like everybody says, I just never have enough time with my doctor. It just says, I got 12 minutes, and I, well, so then put it on a file card or something. That's, you got to beat the system a little bit. And that is important, the the patient, the doctor-patient relationship. Yeah, okay, it's, it's, it's a little different now, a lot different, too. 
but if you play your cards right, you can you can work that in. And you, how do you how do you handle all that? Yeah, it's always important, um, and that's why I always go in and you know if a woman is feeling a lump and we do an ultrasound, I go in and I talk to them myself because I yeah. think part of it, even if everything is normal, um, you know they want to be reassured, you know, and, 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 and hear that, um, from, from the doctor reading their imaging. Uh, and you know, so it is important to be proactive and get help that you need and, and, uh, get it looked out. Yeah. And and the game has changed too, doctor, because not only are you working with patients, you're also, uh, your team, it was, that is, uh, now I find out you, you, you meet assistants and navigators and nurses and doctors and, you know, and then pretty soon they're compiling the dossier on you by the time you leave, and it looks like war and peace. But there's a lot of information that comes right through there, and that coordination, getting all the gears to mesh. Yep. It's e- it's easier said than done, having seen it up close and personally. You wonder how it all works out, but it does. Uh, and yeah, we much, have a lot. We many have a great, kudos there for that. Yeah, we have a great staff at the breast center um, at St. Mary. We have the technologists that the patients will come in and meet, and um, and then you know one of the radiologists. And additionally, one thing is if if a woman is uh, recommended to have a biopsy, mm-hmm. then those patients will uh, see our breast navigators, and yeah. they're a great uh, component of our team in that they'll basically kind of hold your hand through the process, um, make sure you get every. Everything set up, and you have a consult with a breast surgeon and get your results. And uh, so that's a really key component that helps right. people through the process. Everybody's got, uh, even before you even step into the office, you're filling out surveys, your patient histories, and getting everything down and getting as much information even before you see a doctor or yep. the x ray technicians are in there yep. working. Yeah, and so it's one thing too. Technology yeah. helps in that, and that mm. when patients come in and they fill out their history, that automatically gets scanned. Mm. And so when I'm reading your mammogram, I have all that information right yeah. there scanned in next yeah. to your images. Do you do a lot of research and development work, uh, doctor, at all, or uh, or lecture across the country? I mean. The breast health and other thing. You could find people from another part of the country coming here to talk about what they do someplace else, and uh, I'm sure there's always continuing education oh. as far as being a doctor. And yep. Do you do any any of that? Yeah, kind of work? I mean, actually, just went down the American Rankin Ray Society mm. um, is one of our uh, radiology society professional societies. They just had their big meeting, annual meeting in Washington D.C. that I went down to um, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, that covers all areas of radiology, but um, it's great. I think it's a necessity. You always have to keep up. There's so many things, great things that are changing with technology, yeah. particularly in radiology and breast imaging. Um, yeah, there's a lot of technological issues and, uh, yeah, and equipment and everything else. But also at the same time, there's also the, the doctor-patient relationship. They're kind of working on the on that as well, uh, how the team works together. And also the support groups that, that come up. What if something, what happens to when there's something is detective and you have to swing into action? Right. You know, it's, uh, the, 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 the uh, x-rays have been done. Now something is found. Now what happens? The game then now changes. Then what happens next? Exactly. So if something is found, then um, patients are referred to our breast navigators. Um, Mm -hmm. We have several breast navigators at St. Mary's that just work with the breast patients Mm -hmm. and um, patients that are referred for a breast biopsy. And then they hold them, you know, hold their hand Mm -hmm. through the process and make sure that if there is something that comes back um, as cancer or something abnormal, something that requires surgery, then they also 
also help them through that next step of seeing all the specialists that they need to see, a breast surgeon or an oncologist or um, anything. They take them all the way through the whole process to make sure they get, you know, the the best care. Hmm. Would you ever see any men? Yeah, when yeah. men do come through, um, you know, it's it's very rare in men compared to women. Only about one percent of we get the breast lung, cancers. The lung, the lung work there, and right, the see lung if is any much more common. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, we get that because especially if you're a smoker or, or right. something like that. There's a lot of a lot of issues there. I wonder if they, anybody would be referred back. Guys would be referred yep, to you. So we all. do see men. Um, we see um, men for a lot of benign things that that men do get in the breast, um, but we also see breast cancer in men. Right. Um, okay. Yep. All right. So uh, yeah. So I all get all that information together. Something is found. Something. Then you go into proactive mode. Right. You know, and curing. Exactly. And, and going for the cure. Right. So yeah. if something is found that needs a biopsy, we do these biopsies at the breast center. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and uh, as I said, the navigators help them through that whole process. And then um, if they, you know, if there is a diagnosis of breast cancer, then the navigators then continue with mm-hmm. them and help them through the, the, the cancer center and the breast team right. there. Doctor, what could you say about the, the breast center? I mean, you're, you're right in the middle of it. Could you give like a little tutorial overview and uh, what, uh, what they might see or, or what they would encounter? Would, yep. It could be a little intimidating. Some it's uh, it could look like something out of the, out, of, out of Starship Enterprise or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually you know a very welcoming place. I mean, there's um, it's a, a a quiet and welcoming place, and people come in. There's your uh, you know registration area and waiting room, and then when after you register. A woman is brought back and they have a separate waiting room for once you've gotten changed and you're about to get your mammogram. Um, And one great thing is that we're actually going to be renovating the breast center at St. Mary's uh, this Mm. fall. Mm -hmm. So it's going to we're going to expand it and renovate it. So there's going to be a larger, you know, changing rooms and um, uh, additional um, 3D mammograms so that we're going to decrease uh, the wait time that people might have to get their mammogram. Uh, so it's really going to be a great thing and with some state-of-the-art equipment. Mm. Based on your demands, so if, uh, if I don't see it, I'm walking, right? No, you don't do that, right? <laughs> you don't make any demands like that, right? I'm walking here, I'm walking here. Yeah, but that's got to be encouraging, too, that all the you know, the plan is being expanded and you yep. have so much more to work with. And that has to be encouraging as well, Doctor. Uh, that, that, uh, it's great. That and it's going to be great mm. for women yep. um, coming in. One thing we're going to get is um, now with the 3D mammogram, um, there's a new uh, device out that's basically a 3D biopsy device. So sometimes there are things that are only seen with the 3D mammogram. And now we're going to have the capability to be able to, um, with that 3D technology, biopsy something mm. uh, right then and there. So that's um, a really going to be a great thing for women. Have you FaceTimed the patient yet? Everything is in play now, you know, with Instagrams yes. and everything. I, I'm just, you know, I have two kids and two millennial kids, and that's how they live on the phone. I think maybe mm-hmm. as, a, as a doctor, you may be doing some things that you hadn't thought do, about do consults on the phone where yeah. you can like look at the images yeah. on the phone just to yeah. give people um you know like a quick consult about something yeah or a lot of sometimes you, the your doctor give you a, a text and uh, things are looking good see you in two weeks or whatever the heck it is yep and it's kind of the way of the world you got to kind of be heads up and they now they have all these portals now for mm-hmm. for uh, people to access their records right. and their and that, results and that, that's good that's good for your scheduling appointments because boy it's 
you, it's tough to get one. Yep. And but at the same time, get one, right? Right. No exactly. Question. That's right. And for more information or to schedule your mammogram, you call the St. Mary uh, Breast Center at 215-710-2208 or visit the website at www.stmaryhealthcare.org slash breast center. We're talking with Dr. Claire Strebert, and we're wrapping up here in only moments. She's a radiologist, MD at St. Mary Breast Center. Uh, when they when you got uh, the job, doctor, when you came in and they recruited you, they, did they sort of ask you exactly where you'd like to go to take the program? Do you have some kind of mission statement or some kind of thing that you might see in development down the line? They probably would ask you input on where do you see this going and what more can we do? Yep. I think, um, and part of it is, you know, there's um, the breast center is a very big breast center. We see a mm. lot of women every year. And I think the main thing is just to continually improve it, uh, yeah. improve the service, improve the quality. Um, it is a center of excellence, mm-hmm. um, but <clears throat> to maintain that expertise. Yeah. Um, and now with sort of the renovation plans, make yeah. it even an even better breast center for right. women. And, and then, uh, and uh, we talked with Kate, who does the marketing, said it's a lot of community outreach, too. So not only... Are you working, but you're talking about it and making it available and making more people aware of it. I mean, that's yep. that's part of the that's part of the job too. Yeah, I had no idea it was even here. I mean, right, and one thing too that St. Mary's does is um, it has a breast health initiative, mm. which is basically it provides uh, for people that qualify for charity mm-hmm. um, care, it mm-hmm. will um, allow women to come in and get their breast imaging for free um, through the hospital. So yeah. it's a really great uh, outreach program in the community to help people get this you know, important test who might not be able to pay for it. Right. And, the, and where you're headed now when you first started, you could probably have seen a lot more and, and been a lot busier than maybe you thought you were going to be, but that's a good thing, though. It is a good thing. And yeah. I think particularly with 3D mammograms, that's something that has come out since, you know, I finished residency, mm. um, has changed a lot of the way we practice. Um, yep. But it's been a good thing. It's great to see how technology can really improve, um, you know, detection. Yeah. The technology part sometimes can make it a little more impersonal, but it seems like uh, they're working hand and glove. It looks like a lot better because with uh, a lot of times you're dealing with navigators, nurses, assistants, but it seems like it's now more of an inclusive process than it used to be. Yep, and, and definitely more of a ha- I guess it has to be team. Now. It has to be now mm-hmm. because you're working uh, uh, now. You're getting you're going to places. You don't go to hospitals. You go to surgery centers now. You go to you go to outpatient centers now. It's a, it's a different ball game now. I mean, right. Yeah, you couldn't do this stuff at like an ur- or like a clinics or something like that. Minute clinics or the ur- could there be urgent care stuff like that? No, no, I mean I think what's important to go to out. a yeah. place that does a lot of breast imaging. Mm. You know that has. Um, the latest in the 3D mammogram, um, and where you have radiologists that read a lot of mammograms. I mean, you know, I read probably over 10,000 mammograms a year. So it's a lot of mammograms to read, but it also makes, um, you know, us kind of more subspecialized in what we do. You probably would get a couple of second opinions. There's imaging centers that people go to outside of that, and then maybe they would get back to you somehow so maybe uh, you'd, you'd be uh, consulting on a, on a, a yeah. couple of cases Yeah, I mean, as well. a lot of patients are referred in to, to us to either get a biopsy or to get additional workup. Well, it's always, yeah, there's always, everything is in play, right? So mm-hmm. that's, that's the way it works. As we wrap up here with uh, Dr. Claire Strebert, a radiologist MD at St. Mary Breast Center, a lot going on out there, mammograms, 
be active. Yep. Be, get your mammogram. Get your mom on Mother's Day to yes, get her mammogram. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and, and keep the keep the line moving. So that's and tell then tell somebody about it too. That's probably the best right. uh, yep. best uh, way to go is the word of mouth and to. Uh, keep the process going and who knows encourage your friends to yeah. get their mammograms and uh, by the time we see you maybe next go around you'll have a couple more stories to tell and yep <laughs> and some uh, and more good things to talk about mm-hmm. and i thank you dr Great. claire strebert uh from saint mary uh saint mary breast center so you need their services you know where to find them and the number is 215-710-2208 or get to the website www.stmaryhealthcare.org slash breast center doctor so much thank you for uh, thank share- you for having us sharing the knowledge and uh, it's all good that's right our saint mary health line you know you check in with us nine o'clock on wednesdays here on wbcb